in the small Montana town of Twin Bridges. It was the year 1980. An officer was on patrol, taking his job very seriously, as he was one of the only officers on shift. Small towns didn't require many officers, especially since the majority of the town was composed of the main street with a couple of side streets. The officer on duty, Officer Gregory Jones, was patrolling the main street and searching for fights that broke out in the local bars. He was expecting to spend his night breaking up these kinds of fights and stopping people from driving under the influence. Around midnight, he got a strange call. A man on the other end of the line was explaining to him that he had tried everything in life, but nothing was working out for him. He went on to explain that his wife had just taken the kids and left him, that he had just lost his job, and to make everything even worse than it was, his dog had just died. He told the officer that he was taking too many of his painkillers on purpose and combining them with his whiskey. He went on to say that he had a gun and he had given up on life. Officer Jones was doing his best to speak with the man, but he could tell by the man's gravelly voice and heavy breathing that he was very much intoxicated and that he meant what he said. Suddenly the voice drifted off into silence, and though the officer knew that the line hadn't been disconnected, he couldn't reach the man. Jones feared that the man had overdosed and collapsed, or that the alcohol was taking effect on him with the painkillers. Radioing back to the station for help, Jones requested that the line be traced. He was convinced if he was able to reach the man in time, he would be able to get him the help he needed and show him that life really was worth living. Dispatch did their best to trace the number, but it was taking them a lot longer than it usually did. Officer Gregory was growing impatient, but at last the woman from dispatch was able to give him the proper address for the number. Officer Gregory wasted no time. He drove to the scene as quickly as he could, and upon reaching the house, he found it to be completely dark. Undeterred and worried about what he might find, Officer Gregory Jones ran up the steps of the porch and began beating on the door, calling out to the man who had called him. But there was no response. Jones figured that this was confirmation that the man had passed out and proceeded to break in the door. He didn't know what he was going to find, but he knew that time was of the essence, and the sooner he was able to reach the victim, the better. He ran into the living room of the house, but it was empty. He tried the kitchen and the dining room and even the basement, but again, there was no luck. He then turned his attention to the second story of the house, and running up the stairs, he continued to call out to the man, assuring him it was going to be okay and that he was going to get him the help that he needed. But when he got upstairs, Jones discovered that it, too, was empty. He searched room after room, but there was no sign of anyone in the house, and to make matters worse, it didn't look as though anyone had been present for quite some time. Officer Jones began to fear that dispatch had given him the wrong address, so he called them back and requested that they double-check the number he had given them. They agreed and did so, but they found the same results as before. He was indeed at the right address. 
Jones began to wonder if it were some sort of a twisted prank, although he didn't know if someone could sound so convincing if they were merely trying to prank him. He got back in his car and headed back to the station, then typed up a detailed report of what had just happened. After dropping off the report, Officer Jones decided to look into the situation further. Too many things simply didn't add up, and there wasn't any logical explanation for it. If it was some sort of a ruse, Officer Jones wanted to know who was behind it and make them stop what they were doing. However, his research turned up information he never would have thought possible. The number had indeed been tied to the address he had visited, and there had been a man who had lived there. To make matters worse, he had indeed committed suicide. 